0: My friend David Goodman has literally written the book, written several books, in fact, on heroism. He wrote (laughs) the autobiographies of both James T. Kirk and Spock. And now he he is, do I dare call you a working class hero for your fight for the Writers Guild and the Writers Guild of America?
1: I'm most hopeful I'm not going to be a tragic hero. That's why I would sort of guide you away from that kind of hyperbole. But (laughs) thank you. Yeah,
0: that's that's smart. Let's not let's not craft a narrative. Well, actually, we're on strike. We shouldn't be crafting any narratives at all.
1: Yeah, no writing going on here.
0: None. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever it is, wherever you are, I'm Austin Titchener, one third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number eight fifty eight, Writers Guild Strike. David A. Goodman is the former president of the Writers Guild of America and the current co-chair of the WGA negotiating committee and is leading the charge against the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers or the AMPTP, the bargaining organization of film and television companies. The WGA is currently on strike because the AMPTP has simply refused to negotiate a new contract despite the fact that they're making billions via the streaming platforms so many of us pay to subscribe to. David has been a guest on the podcast many times, usually talking about the Star Trek books he's written, like the faux history Federation and the autobiographies of both James T. Kirk and Jean-Luc Picard, but not, as I mistakenly said in my intro, Mr. Spock. But now David's leading a very real existential battle that could affect not only the futures of all of us who work in film and television, but also the very entertainment we all consume. You are the the, the former president of the Writers Guild, and even before the strike, a couple of years ago, you negotiated, led the charge in a landmark decision that divested agents and managers from actually owning... Studios. Do I
1: have that right? It was really agencies uh, from having uh, their own production companies. And also we got rid of a practice known as packaging fees, which uh, where the agencies were uh, making money off of representing writers, but being paid directly by the studios, which was a, uh, an important conflict of interest. And it was important for us as the guild to realign Agency incentives with financial incentives with their writer and other clients, uh, so that it was those things, those two things. But that these agencies were growing so big, they were starting their own production companies, and suddenly our agents would also be our bosses, which was an untenable situation, and we weren't going to allow it. So, yeah, right,
0: and that was successful, uh, very successful. We were su- yes, it yeah. took a long
1: time, but we won yes.
0: And now, can you explain can you explain for those of us in the theater
1: in a hundred words or less
0: in a hundred you, you yeah, you can we've we got we've got fifteen minutes. You don't have to reduce the explanation too much right. What's going on now? What's the fight you're why, waging now?
1: Why are we on strike? Well, uh over the ca- past ten years, the companies we've worked for, well, well we're longer than that, the companies we've worked for. I have um, continued to grow, continue to grow their profits. Their their focus is on now on Wall Street, on making sure that they can prove profit growth. They're making billions and billions of dollars a year. And writer income, in a real, very real sense, has dropped over 20%. Um, And we're in a fight uh, for, uh, an existential fight for, writing as a career whereas it used to be that writing was a good career that you could ride out the the peaks and valleys uh, of your career which is natural in a, in a career like this where you're not really working in the same place you're jumping from job to job that's a, that's a natural thing but but our pay was enough so that you could ride those those periods of unemployment out now um writers are making so much less that the idea of a of a career of having a, uh, is becoming uh, less and less likely, and yet are the companies that we work for are making even more profit from the work that we create. And so, this we we entered into negotiations as we do every three years with the companies uh, that we work for. Uh, they're represented by a negotiating uh, group called the AMPTP and we laid out certain things that we needed addressed in this negotiation we needed to address that writers needed to be uh employed for a certain length of time that that the minimums had to be had to uh at least make an attempt to keep up with inflation that that uh that uh, feature writers be paid for their movies properly uh that comedy variety writers get the coverage that all the other union members get uh, when they work on a show for streaming. The streaming model is decimating writing as a career, and yet these companies are are making billions off it. We we raised all these issues about compensation, about writing as a career. And also the very important issue of AI that 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 writing can't be done by a computer. That the first person you hire has to be a human being. It's kind of amazing. I actually have to say that yeah. Uh, yeah. that we have to actually make that as a proposal. It's like the worst episode of Black Mirror, and um, the uh, and the companies refuse to negotiate on uh, many of the important issues that we raised and forced us to go on strike. Uh, at some point, unfortunately, the nature of capitalism is if you belong to a union, a union's power is the ability to go on strike. And sometimes you're forced to exercise that power. That's what we're doing right now.
0: Well, and it does seem as if they're the the AMPTP, if I've got that right, um, uh, is is cutting off its nose to spite its face in 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 favor of short term market gains uh, and profits for their shareholders. Right. They are they are killing the business and the longevity that not just paying people but giving young writers the opportunity to join um, writing rooms where they learn how to make the great television that right. we all love and stream.
1: Yeah, the norms that existed in this business that uh that that you're exactly right. The norms that existed in this business led to these companies creating shows and movies that gave them enormous profit that were enormously profitable, built these companies, and now they're forcing a system that are squeezing uh all the creatives, not just writers, but all creators, actors and directors and 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 crew people to such an extent that it that uh it's going to end up hurting them if they don't recognize that, that, that that they've benefited from the norms that existed, that, that writers stayed employed long enough to learn from other writers who were more experienced or could, uh, if you were a movie writer, be able to afford to stay a movie writer and get better at your craft and write better movies as you went on. And, and, um, and, and so that the idea that that they don't recognize that is is self defeating and and all about short term game all about making wall street happy because you have profit growth it's not even just profit right. they have to prove that their profits each quarter have grown and they're putting that on the backs of their labor
0: right right Um, And you describe it as an existential fight, and you're 100% right, Uh, and I think it's worth noting that I think even more so than the last battle you fought so successfully, writers, directors, all the unions are part of this because, going back to this idea of a working-class hero, it's one of the reasons I left L.A. in 2011, the working-class, middle-class actor— is not a thing anymore. Yeah. There there no. it was there was a time where an actor like me, a character actor could make enough of a living to create a career, get paid enough right. for a couple of weeks of work that I could be right. not work for a couple of months and still yeah. be okay.
1: Yeah. And, and that the, I mean, yeah, and that there the, the 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 gutting of the middle class, which is a a problem in America. It's not even yeah. just a problem in right. Hollywood, it's a problem in America. Yeah. And so you have a disparate uh Wealth, you have very wealthy people, and then a lot of people who aren't wealthy at all. And the majority of members of our guild now are struggling to make a living. And that, and that obviously we've gotten a lot of support from the other unions for the first time. Often historically, other unions didn't support us in our fights, didn't, didn't, and now they are seeing that we're the tip of the spear, that, that our fight is their fight, and they're giving us, um, uh very welcome support. It's been very gratifying to have the support of uh SAG and DGA and IOTC and the craft unions and, and the Teamsters especially um have have shown us an uh, our many Teamsters it uh have uh, honored our picking lines, you know, and that that's obviously very uh, gratifying. Um uh you know so so um all all those things is a, is a recognition that we're all suffering and and that the guild is taking on this fight and it's a fight that needs to be taken on by everybody
0: hi this is deb height and you are listening to the reduced shakespeare company podcast Where can you RSC, the RSC? We will perform the complete history of Comedy Abridged three times in North Carolina this July at the Blumenthal Center in Charlotte on July 13th and 14th and Appalachian State University on July 16th, 2023. Check out the touring page at our website, ReducedShakespeare.com or our Facebook page or Twitter feed at Reduced for the latest information. Now back to my conversation with David A. Goodman, talking about the existential fight he's waging with the Writers Guild of America on behalf of not only writers, but all artists and technicians who work in the business of corporate storytelling. I'm not being facetious. How do you sleep? Is it is it a stressful time?
1: Well, I'm so exhausted most of the time that I really don't have any trouble sleeping. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's uh, it's uh, you know I, I've been involved in, in union leadership for a very long time. Uh, I felt it, they asked me to co-chair this committee. I I I thought it was a necessary uh, thing to do. I thought it was a necessary fight. I thought that uh, given my profile within the union, it would help members who whether they liked me or not, they knew me and they knew that I was sincere about uh, our issues and that I had a a real, uh, I had some, some experience at it. I've been on five negotiating committees over the year, over the last 15 years. And um, that experience I think is valuable, but also we have an enormously talented, I have an enormously talented co-chair, Chris Kaiser, who was also president of the union and was worked with me during the agency campaign, and then an incredible negotiating committee that's made up of writers from all sectors of the business, and and then this incredible writers guild staff who work so hard and have a have such great knowledge about about how to bargain as a union what are writers problems? How do we address them? All those things. I'm not doing this alone by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Right. Um, Are you, you are, your Instagram is filled with um, encouraging uh, uh, pictures of, from the picket lines Mm -hmm. where it does seem like there's a lot of activity and a lot of support. Are you, how do you, how do you gauge the, the vibe, the, the spirits of everybody
1: out there? Well, I mean, Again, uh, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have gone on strike if we hadn't had a good sense from the membership that they uh, embraced the agenda that we had, that they thought these things needed to be addressed, and that uh, they were willing to go on strike if the companies weren't willing to address them. Uh, and all those things are still true. My personal contact, at least, with the people on the picket line, is very supportive very fired up they really do understand that, that we're facing a, an existential crisis that writing as a career may, may be unsustainable if we don't do something about it right now they all want to stay writers they all many of them are like me we're lucky enough to have a career that provided and allowed me to ride out those peaks and valleys and then there are many others who who want that and deserve it and so uh that's the uh that's the fight that we're in uh, right now. Spirits are, are are high, but a strike is a very painful thing. People not working, not earning a living is is very difficult. But we are pausing the companies some pains. We're we're shutting down television shows and movies, and and um, that that hurts the companies. And hopefully, it hurts them enough so that they get serious about our proposals. Well, and I'm
0: I'm not a member of the Writers Guild, unfortunately. I I've had I had two writing experiences in L.A. One was a TV pilot. One was working for Disney feature animation. Mm. Neither one of which um, <laughs> were w, WGA signatories. Mm. Um, um, so I'm just a mere playwright who's also like talk about an existential crisis. I wrote two plays during the pandemic, but unless they get performed,
1: did I? really <laughs> is it if a tree falls in a forest uh,
0: exactly if a playwright writes a play and nobody sees it did he um <laughs> um but 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 i noticed that is there is there anything that those of us not in the unions not in the show business can do to support should we cancel our netflix subscriptions
1: you know i i you know i i feel that um anything that anybody wants to do is is welcome we we there's, there there are there's an entertainment community fund that that provides assistance for uh people not just writers but people in the business who are affected by the strike because when we shut down tv shows and movies there are then actors and uh crew people who are out of a job and so they can get um loans or no, no interest loans from from that or uh, from that fund um also uh if you're in LA or New York you can join a picket line that's always welcome and then in terms of canceling your subscription i mean sure i i do think that the it's a for the num for for that to affect these companies you you would need that number to be high but 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 we welcome any kind of support uh in that way i mean uh we're not we're not organizing a boycott at this moment so i, I I don't know. I don't know the effect, but but if fans of certain television shows, there's going to be a lot of fan support. I think on online and joining that for the creators of the stuff that you watch and enjoy. That's uh, always welcome.
0: Yeah, we, we we might not feel it for a lot of us might not feel it for the next for another three weeks until right. succession
1: ends. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're we are we are going into the second or third week of the strike now as we speak and record right. um e, e, are, are you seeing any encouraging signs? Are you are, are you're on the pricket lines, but do you need to be leaving the lines to go back to a negotiating room somewhere?
1: Well, the a, a strike is part of negotiations. Uh, so that's that's we're we're not currently in negotiations with the companies, but that could happen at any moment. And certainly, our strike is the most important part of our negotiation, but we we also do a lot of other behind the scenes things to pressure the companies to address our issues. And we're pursuing all those things. And uh, I'm hopeful that I'm hopeful that the companies uh, get serious and and address what we've raised Uh, right now. My concern is making sure that we're listening to the members and how they feel and that we're, we're responding to 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 them and making sure that they feel supported and that we're we're going to carry this flag. Uh, I don't know. I'm mixing metaphors. Carry the flag across the finish line. Is that? I don't know. But something like that. And supported.
0: Uh, there was a there was a Brazier reference in there. I don't know.
1: I I, I, no, I that was not that was you making the Brazier reference. I just want to be clear. Sorry, you
0: you intended it to be jockstrap. No, a, a correction. <laughs> Noted.
1: I I am record. not I'm not engaging in your childish humor austin for once (laughs) i support your
0: professionalism sir thank
1: you thank you appreciate that thank you
0: That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, except for one more thing, which I'll share with you in about 60 seconds, so stick around. For more information about the Writers Guild strike and how you can support it, you can search the hashtag WGASTrong on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow David Goodman on Twitter at David A. Goodman and on Instagram at David A. Goodman 1. Then send us your existential battles via email to feedback at shakespeare.com, or throw a comment to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram or on our own actual website, ReducedShakespeare.com or visit my website, TheShakespeerians.com. Thanks as always to Striking Captain Matthew Croak web services by ginger power limited music by john weber and garage band our random fan shout out this week goes to jeffrey fox no reason it's just random special thanks to actress playwright filmmaker and friend of the pod deb height and as always thanks very much to you for listening please continue to stay safe and keep your masks on i'm austin tishner 858 2574 of the reduced shakespeare company The Screen Actors Guild semi-regular negotiators are coming up at the beginning of June. I'm hoping that that can add a little heat to the flame, log to the flame.
1: Well, the SAG is showing a lot of support for us and, and unity with us, and I think I think their their solidarity with the Writers Guild is is very valuable. So I I, I can't speak to what their plans are, what they're going to do, but I I, I really do appreciate. The enormous support we've gotten from their leadership and membership.
0: This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company, reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. So much less. So much less.